The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast dedicated to fashion, the art of living well, and all things beauty. I'm your host, Dr. Shirley Madair, your purveyor of this definitive source of living a beautiful life. This is the third part of a special mini-series of the 15 Minutes of Fab segment. I created it for special times, and I hope it will help you to navigate the uncertainty that is abound and take care of yourself and your personal loved ones or even your non-personal and personal loved ones. This mini-series is called Prepped and Masked, How to Honor Your Temple in Good Times and in Times of Stress. This week's episode marks part three and is on self-care, one of my favorite topics. Remember the adage about the airplane oxygen mask? You know, how you have to put your mask on first before you help anyone else, including loved ones? Well, the same applies for caring for yourself and others. Taking care of yourself is not a luxury. It is a necessity, particularly in times of high stress, such as these. If you believe that pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion, as I often did throughout my life and probably still do from time to time, and if you believe that that push will lead you to a great reward, then I think you're woefully wrong. It's difficult to function optimally and to live your best life without self-care irrespective of age or stage of life, and regardless of the extent and breadth of your responsibilities, self-care should be a priority. Oscar Wilde made a good point when he stated, quote, to love oneself is the thing of a lifelong romance. That also implies that not only should you love yourself in perpetuity, but it may actually take you some time to learn how to do that if that's not something that you've grown up with or that you know how to do for yourself or that you learned along your journey so far. Self-care is indeed an act of self-love. Some see it as a necessary part of human growth and evolution. And that particular perspective has been remarked by Veronica Chugaleva. She's an award-winning author and life coach. And she said, quote, learning to love yourself is like learning to walk essential, life-changing, and the only way to stand tall, end quote. I love that quote. Taking care of yourself doesn't have to be time-consuming, however, and it doesn't have to be expensive or extravagant. Now, believe me, you can take it from zero to 100 and then some, but there's so many simple ways that you can take care of yourself, and they could be as simple as a brief daily meditation, acknowledging the depth of your inhalation and exhalation, having a gratitude practice, 
we're making sure to take a long, few deep breaths every hour. Some simple, effective, and basically free means of self-care are numerous. And I'm going to read you a list that actually I sourced from nomadsouls.com. And some of these include take a walk, declutter or clean your room, play a game alone, solitaire, with your friends or with kids, cuddle with your pets, mindfully water the plants that you have and say some kind words to them while you're doing it. Learn something new on YouTube. Follow a free online yoga class. Meditate in silence or meditate as a moving meditation. Soak your hands and or soak your feet in warm water. Give yourself a mani-pedi. Dim the lights and listen to some music without distraction. Enjoy a soothing cup of tea or coffee. Take a power nap. Light up some incense and enjoy how the scent spreads throughout your house or your room. Write down three things that you're grateful for, either just that day, every day as part of a gratitude practice, or just every once in a while. Keep a gratitude journal. Follow a free tutorial online. Burn a candle and reflect on things as it flickers. Read a book. Hashtag goals. Write your goals for the following three months, six months, one year. FaceTime, Skype, or Zoom with friends or family. Go through some old pictures and rejoice the beautiful memories. I've been noticing some people finding and posting a lot of old pictures and bringing back some fond memories on social media. Go through some old pictures and keep them for yourself. Or again, as I mentioned, share on social media. Draw, paint, doodle, photograph, sing, dance, knit, play an instrument, design, upgrade an old piece of clothing, recycle, whatever it takes for you to spark your creative genius. Throw away or donate a few things that you no longer use. Sketch out a personal self-care routine for yourself. Now, I thought, you know, being a wellness person, a beauty person, a plastic surgeon, that I knew how to take care of myself. And I, I thought I had, I had it, the self-care thing down. But in actuality, these past couple of weeks, I have just not made the time to practice my own self-care. And I made the excuse that you know, I was taking care of other people and I have pets and you know family and husband. and But still, I had to actually make a schedule for myself. So make the self-care schedule and stick to it. Watch a free documentary online. Go to bed on time or go to bed early. Ideally, by 10.30 p.m. the latest is the most is the latest that you should get to sleep for the most restful, rejuvenative sleep. Switch off your phone for an hour or more. You'd be amazed at how liberating that is. <laughs> Write a letter to your future self. Take a good shower and fully moisturize your body afterwards. I love that ritual. Do more research on a topic you have interest in. Learn a new skill, make a vision board, focus on forgiveness, dress up for no reason, stretch, Exercise, enjoy the sunrise or the sunset if you have access, help someone in need. And one of my other favorites, listen to a podcast. And I highly love this one, Forever Path. Now, if you have the resources to indulge in some more extensive, read expensive care, have at it. Some examples of what I call aspiration include take a vacation. Maybe not, not a good time. <laughs> Go on. Again, maybe now is not such a good time. 
but perhaps in a month you may do that. Same with going on a yoga retreat. I actually had a yoga retreat scheduled for mid-May and this relation corrupts. It was canceled. Do some essential oils. Massage. Enjoy a spa day. Take yourself out for breakfast or dinner when restaurants reopen. Dress up and go somewhere or go. And if you do go somewhere, you may have to use a fabulous face mask, but that's okay. That's doing your part. Buy yourself something new or, and within your budget, buy a plant. Donate to charity. And if you can't donate funds, maybe donate your time or your ideas. Work with a life coach. Learn something new, such as a language, a skill, or a hobby with a one-on-one -on -one instructor. So those may involve some funds and some time, energy, displacement, and effort. So I call them aspirational because they aren't all necessarily free. But certainly, if you have access to them, and perhaps in a few more weeks when things stabilize, then please indulge. Personally, I, reckon, I recommend these activities because these are some of the ones that I've been participating in online in this time of social distancing. For yoga, I enjoy the Kula Yoga Project and Aloe Moves. For Pilates, I enjoy Erica Bloom Pilates. Trampoline, the Ness. A good aerobic release, the class by Taryn Toomey. Personal training, personally with David Kirsch. Meditation. The Insight Timer is what I use, but I also just tuned into Calm, and I'll check that out. And another one to dress up and work out in front of your mirror, the mirror. <laughs> now, unfortunately, my mirror is in another state since I am not at my home, but um, I do use it, believe it or not. In the interest of self-care, there are also ways that you can disrupt your immune system when you thought you may have been doing yourself a favor. You thought you could have been helping yourself, but actually for some people, some of these activities disrupt your immune system. And that was a very interesting read for me that I sourced um, from draxx.com. So one of the things that you could actually be doing to sabotage your immune system is too much sitting. Like a sedentary lifestyle puts you at risk not only for weight gain, but also for reduced immune function. So even if part of your self-care is to sit for a long period of time and meditate and then read and then light a candle or some incense, in between those activities, get up and go for a walk. So too much sitting can actually reduce your immune function. Negativity, all sorts of negativity. Avoid pessimistic thoughts, pessimistic people, negative situations. They will only bring you down and bring down your mindset and your mood. But not only that, they will also disrupt your immune system. Now, I know you can't always avoid negative people and you can't always avoid negative situations. So also watch your response to those people and situations. If your response is negative, then that won't help. So whenever bad, bad things happen, you still have a choice, right? How you interpret it and how you respond to it. So take stock in those choices and really be deliberate about them. Fear. Know the difference between the fear of protecting yourself and the fear of self-sabotage and that which you cannot change, which may help you to evolve. So try to discern and manage the two because one may actually be helpful even though it's uncomfortable and the other may be totally disruptive. Over-exercising, that's a big one. So everybody's been saying, take care of yourself in times of you know stress, exercise, exercise, exercise. Yes, of course, definitely exercise every single day or every other day, whatever is your routine. 
ideally at least 30 minutes, you know, five to six times a day, or at least minimum, at least three times a week. I meant five to six times per week, excuse me, or at least minimum three times per week. But over-exercising is actually not helpful in stimulating the immune system for some people. So if you're training rigorously, but your performance deteriorates, then you may be overdoing it. And that's how you know. If you keep just cranking it out and working harder, not only do you risk getting hurt, but your performance may not improve and you may not be actually achieving your goals. So overtraining can also adversely affect your immune system. Loneliness. Now, solitude is sometimes helpful, particularly when you're always around a lot of people and, and you really just want some peace, but prolonged, extensive periods of solitude Frankly, those can lead to feelings of loneliness and that may indirectly negatively affect your immune system. But again, you just have to discern and, and manage the difference. Solitude is sometimes helpful because it helps you refresh and recalibrate and gain perspective. But too much solitude over a long period of time, every single day, extensively, is not helpful to your immune system. So in closing, um, I'd like to read an excerpt from an email that I received from Ra Goddess. Now, Ra Goddess is someone I was introduced to uh, through Gabrielle Bernstein. And Ra, Ra Goddess is an author. She's a transformative speaker and a soul coach. Her words gave me pause and actually asked me to shift my perspective, speaking of perspective. And they allowed me to go inward while looking out. So I just include um, in this reading a shortened and uh, mildly paraphrased version, but I will be quoting it directly. And if you want to learn more about Ra Goddess's work, her website is movethecrowd.me. So this pandemic is demanding us all to stay home. And I begin my quote, literally and metaphorically. For some of us, home is not a happy place. It is a place of chaos and mayhem, of trauma and dysfunction of anxiety and pressure. It's not a place where we feel free or safe. For others of us, home is sacred ground. It is the place where love lives and it may be the only place where we feel we can fully be ourselves. Whatever the case may be, in order to move forward, each of us must tend to home right now, especially if we have great ambitions and aspire to make a difference in the world. There are too many examples of leadership at the highest level where home has been neglected, where all the negative patterns, wounded habits, and knee-jerk behaviors have put our peace and security at risk and threatened the very fabric of what we seek to accomplish as a global society. When home is shaky, very little can be solid. Whether that home is family or even just our own personal well-being, the neglect eventually takes its toll. All of us are being called right now to get our house in order, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially, to address what lies at the heart of our foundation to affirm what we need in order to rise and release that which does not clarify, strengthen, nor empower. Our relationships matter. Our relationships to ourself, 
our source and our world. And now is the time to bring those relationships back into balance. You have been given the gift of this time. Go within and listen to what really wants your energy and attention right now. Come back to your vision for your life and create it anew. Examine your mission and your work. What have you been given to offer to this world? Check in on your purpose. Are you doing what you're really here to do? Invest in your home base. Redefine it. Redesign it. Reorganize it. Relocate it. Do whatever you need to do to have your foundation represent you. In this time of realignment, there are three important practices I'd love for you to observe. The first is to examine your source of information. When in times of crisis, where do you go? Who do you listen to? What feeds your knowledge, awareness, and understanding? Stay rooted in good information and release any temptation for sensationalism. The second is to keep your spirits high. Remember, you are co-creating in your listening, thinking, speaking, and acting. Give voice to the world you want to see and the person you want to be and leave the rest alone. The third is to discover how to sit in that which is uncertain. Can you still find laughter, peace, strength, and divine knowing? Keep exercising the faith that all is well. There is enough and you are worthy. COVID-19 is teaching us the valuable lessons of true power, discernment, courage, and compassion. Let us stay in devotion as we surrender to this sacred pause for the cause of realigning with our highest truth. End quote from Ra Goddess. I conclude by urging you to follow this extended version of the Fab Five. Stay hydrated, stay informed, stay realistically positive, honor your temple, stay nourished, Keep exercising both physically and keep exercising your faith. Be hopeful. Be loving. Protect your health. Help protect others. Do your part. Take care of yourself. Help to take care of others in need and less fortunate than you. Be grateful. Be safe. And as always, stay well and beautiful inside and out. You've been listening to Prepped and Masked, How to Honor Your Temple in Good Times and in Times of Stress, Part 3, Self-Care. Tune in next time for the final part of the special mini-series, Part 4. For more information about staying holistically well now and forever, visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up to receive my blog. And... For more information about how to get beauty tips and basically how to manage your health and your beauty in these strange times, then please visit clicklift.com, C-L-I-C-K-lift.com. And there you could have 
a personal virtual e-consultation where you may upload photos or videos to communicate your issues or concerns. Now, please note, there has always been and will continue to be a fee for using this e-commerce platform. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever 5 podcast episode and 15 minutes of fab. Until next time, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.